Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, we're going to be talking about several things. First off, we're going to be talking about are there any magic pills for success? The reason for this is because I know that a lot of people out there don't really want to put in the hard work. They know that they need to lose weight, they know that they need to get in better shape, but they would rather take a pill and have it just done for them. So we're going to discuss if there's anything out there that actually works the way that people would like it to work. Next, we're going to talk about do you really have to work out if you're eating healthy and losing weight? So can you just get by with diet and staying healthy and basically getting all the results that you want to. So we're going to tackle that question. And lastly, we're going to answer, I'm injured, now what? So a lot of times people get injured and they don't really know what to do. So we're going to talk about that in depth today on the podcast. But as usual, before we get started, I want to talk about a couple of the partners that I'm working with because these guys help the podcast to keep on ticking. The first partner that I'd like to talk about is Whoop, and that's W-H-O-O-P dot com is where you can find out information about Whoop or go to the Whoop website. What Whoop is is an always-on activity tracker that I've been wearing for about 14 or more months now, and what it does, it keeps me informed of how recovered my body is on a daily basis, so I can make better decisions as to if I should train or if I should take a break or do some active recovery or mobility or whatever it may be. For example, over the last weekend, I did a pretty intense training on Saturday, took it easy on Sunday, trained really hard yesterday, and today I woke up and my recovery score was in the red. What that means is that my body is not exactly primed for activity. How it just determines whether or not your body is primed for activity has to do with measuring your HRV, your resting heart rate, as well as all all of your heart rate all the time, and your sleep, because it's always on, is tracking your sleep. There are also a couple other sensors that go into the recovery score on the whoop, but basically it's just using a subjective, or I'm sorry, an objective measurement to tell you whether or not you're recovered, which I don't know about you guys, but I am not very good at saying, well, I don't feel like good today. I shouldn't train. So this gives you an outside opinion to whether or not you should be training. If this sounds like something that would help you, like it helps me, you can go to whoop.com, use the code allaroundjoe and get yourself 50 bucks off a whoop strap. If you have any questions about that, let me know. Happy to answer them. The only other partner that I want to talk about today is Inside Tracker because I think Inside Tracker is the most beneficial thing that I have done in about the last 10 years of my exercising and coaching career because what they do is they do a simple 10 minute, actually it's far less than that, the whole process usually takes about 10 to 15 minutes, going to the lab, taking some blood, then they analyze that blood and they correlate your blood markers with scientific journals to tell you what to eat and what to not eat and what lifestyle changes that you should make in order to optimize your body. I thought I was doing everything right, but... I cannot tell what my body needs without actually measuring my blood or other forms of bodily fluids in order to figure that out. And Inside Tracker is a great way to do it. I usually get the ultimate test about 
every four to six months to make sure that my body is moving in the right direction because most of us will have some things that we're working on and we want to be working on them because it will make us feel better, look better, perform better. The first time I did Inside Tracker, I actually did it, made some changes which were to eat more carbohydrates, which was kind of strange and most people will think that that is opposite what you should do, but to eat more carbohydrates and my body dropped 10 pounds of body fat in about the first four weeks. It was quite amazing and I had more energy. So after doing that a couple of years ago, I have stuck with Inside Tracker and think that everybody should be doing this as well. You can go to allaroundjoe.com slash inside tracker to see my special inside tracker page and you can use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself a discount. So if you have any questions about inside tracker, hit me up. Happy to answer them. So in this podcast, like I said, we're going to be talking first about are there any magic pills for success? And I've got some answers for you here. As far as I know, Correct me if any of you listeners out there have heard anything differently. There are no really magic pills that are going to make you look, feel, and be healthy, unfortunately. But when I look at this and I say, hear people ask if there are magic pills for success, the answer that I have is, hell yeah, there is. Diet, number one, you get to decide what food you're putting in your mouth and that will give you major success. And the other magic pill for success is exercise. So we know that those two things work really, really well to get you feeling better, looking better, working better. When I say working, I mean like being super healthy. So it's hard to tell you that there is no magic pills for success or that they are diet and exercise, but they really are diet and exercise. And when you look at diet and the food that you put in your body, that your those things that you put in your body are reacted to the same way as drugs or your quote-unquote magic pills. So they are the same thing. You just need to decide the right quote-unquote magic pills slash diet to eat in order to get these magic results that you're trying to get to. And my opinion on that is that you should always start off by tracking what you want to improve. It's actually pretty amazing. I've had a couple of people in my gym really lately that are advanced uh, exercisers, coaches, and they had trouble getting to the body weight that they wanted to. And they started tracking. And it's amazing how once you're tracking, you start to figure out what you're eating. And when you know what you're eating and what it's doing to your body, then you just make slight little tweaks that are not even hard to do at all. And there the magic happens and you start to get the results that you want. It is amazing. I use MyFitnessPal. If you guys have any ideas of other apps that you like to use that you think are better than that, let me know. I just think that the food database for MyFitnessPal is superior, although I don't think that the app itself is all that great. But MyFitnessPal is a great way to track what you're doing into your diet. I don't usually use it for exercise because I think it throws off the diet numbers there, but I just use it for diet. So you go through and you track, figure out what your proteins, fats, and carbohydrates are for the day and your total number of calories. And then you can make decisions based off of those numbers, what you should do in order to improve. And I think that if you're trying to improve your body fat levels, you can just go to either like a 40, 30, 30, 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein to start. And then you could dip that down all the way to, let's say, a 33-33-33 to increase the body fat drop if you need to. And that's going to be determined by how much activity you're doing. 
uh, as well as just your natural body's uh, fat burning potential, and then also the types of foods that you're eating. So if you're eating higher quality food, more lower glycemic carbohydrates, that type of thing, it's going to be easier for you to drop body fat than it is if you're eating a bunch of fruit and sugar as your carbohydrates. <clears throat> yes, fruit is a wall. A lot of fruits are converted to sugar very easily, so you have to be careful of that. The other magic pill, like I said, is exercise. The easiest way for you guys to drop a whole bunch of body fat, get lean and ripped, that I know of is to either hire a good trainer that does a lot of CrossFit-style activities or do CrossFit yourself and hopefully know that how to do it and not get injured because moving around with explosive movements is really easy to get injured. Or the best solution that I think is to go and join a CrossFit gym that you vetted and you think is a really high quality, high quality coaching CrossFit gym. I will actually post a link in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 127. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 127 to a podcast that I've done on how to choose a CrossFit gym. Because they are not created equal by any means. So I'm going to basically walk you through that and not go through it in this podcast because we were talking about magic pills. So let's move on from magic pills. As you can see, there is no real magic pills as the way that you probably want them to be. It is diet and exercise and those are the magic pills. You should twist your mind around to how awesome those two things are and realize that they are actually magic pills and that you really wouldn't want to have a pill to take to have you look and feel awesome every day anyway because there wouldn't be the work involved in doing it and you wouldn't have any understanding and it would not be the same. Trust me. The second question that we're going to tackle today is do you really have to work out if you're eating healthy and losing weight? So by a traditional, maybe not traditional, but I would say the majority of the traditional medical system in order to be healthy, it is basically avoiding disease. And to me, that is the biggest uh, biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard because health is not just absence of disease. Health is something that is better. You should be actually having indications of feeling good, looking good, overall euphoria in some sense. Uh, and being able to measure that might be a little bit harder, but you should be without disease and you should be hitting all of your goals from a mental, physical, uh, and <clears throat> basically life category settings or uh, measurement, if you will. So I do not believe that, well, I do believe that you can be healthy if you are eating well and you're at your desired weight slash and you're disease free. Sure, but you cannot, we can be healthy from a traditional standpoint of not having disease, but you're not going to be as healthy as you possibly could because if you don't have the, the exercise that's going along with your healthy eating, you are not going to be training your muscles as to be healthy in and of themselves. You're not going to be training your heart, which is also a muscle to be healthy in and of itself. And that's a pretty important thing, I would say. And you're not going to be training your cardiovascular system as a whole to be healthy because that will get 
improved upon with exercise and with having to pump blood around your body. And if you're going to be efficient at pumping blood around your body, your body is going to heal faster from all kinds of things. Uh, exercise plus, you know, wounds and all of that fun stuff. So your body is just going to be better at transporting nutrients around. So in my opinion, do you really have to work out if you're eating healthy and losing weight? You don't have to do anything, but you're not going to be healthy in my eyes. You are going to be potentially avoiding disease, but you are not going to be healthy in that you probably won't look the way that you want to look or feel the way that you really want to feel because if you're not exercising, I don't think you can even come close to feeling as energetic uh, from a physical and a mental standpoint as you could if you were exercising. So there it is. I believe you have to work out in order to have the ultimate amount of health. Yes. And as you know, my preferred workout methodology is similar to CrossFit, you know, constantly varied, multi-joint movements, etc., etc. Um, we can talk about that on a different podcast, or you can ask me questions uh, in the comments at allaroundjoe.com slash 127. Let's take a quick break here to let you know that I have a free giveaway for you, and that is the top five supplements that I cannot live without, and you can get that list plus discounts to most of those supplements at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. That's allaroundjoe.com slash top five, and this is the number one download that I have on my site is the top five supplements that I cannot live without. And that kind of goes back to people looking for the magic pills for success. But I believe that once you have your diet and your exercise honed in, then supplements can give you those 1% gains. So it's always nice to have those little things, but just know that these top five supplements that I have, they are not the magic pills. They could be, you know, said that to be helpful after you have your diet and exercise taken care of. So go check out what those are at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. All right, the last question that we're going to cover here today is, I'm injured, now what? And I think this is relevant for a lot of people. And uh, there are people that I have in my life that have been injured recently doing all kinds of different things from skiing to CrossFit. And it's really interesting to see how people have tackled those injuries and the decisions that they've made around whether or not they should continue doing what they're doing or change it up or completely change their lives because of it. And I should also note that I've had some fairly severe injuries in my training, even though I spent a lot of time trying to get as close to perfect with my movement patterns and I'm very thoughtful about things as much as I can be. It just happens. Injuries are part of sport, part of movement, part of life. So if you're getting upset that you were injured, you should just know that it's part of how things work and you should try and figure out how you can improve and not have the injury happen again or what you can improve while you're going through that injury and not look at it as a huge downfall. Everybody has them but how can you turn it into a positive? So the question says, I'm injured now what? And goes on to say, after several injuries that now keep me from doing some of the exercises I used to do, like 
I like to do regularly, I'm finding it very difficult to find new ways to do cardio that I can get excited about and be consistent. First of all, cardio is only one very small factor in the whole exercise game. So you can get cardio, and most people think of cardio as like running, riding, rowing, or some elliptical type of machine. And you can get cardio just by raising your heart rate. So you need to figure out if you're doing your cardio and why you're doing your cardio, essentially. And I think that you get the most out of it if you do you know, some sort of weight training or resistance training in a circuit style fashion that's going to have your heart rate elevated, but you're also going to be working your muscles in a more intense way than if you were just sitting on a bike or, or rowing. But there is some, some form of <clears throat> advantage or benefit to doing a constant state cardiovascular movement every now and again, like a long run, long long ride, long row type of a thing. And it just shouldn't be, I don't feel like it should be the norm. It should be a constantly varied thing. I found that much more, I found much more results when you're doing it in a constantly varied way, rather than trying to sit on a program, unless you are training for something like an Ironman or a marathon or some other kind of triathlon. Although I have done it constantly varied as well, and both of those will work. So, but here's what I have to say about injured now. If you're injured, even if it is a fairly severe injury, as long as you can still move your body, you're going to be able to do things to improve. So you have to make sure that you get some very good medical advice on what is injured area and what is going to potentially hurt that injury or make it worse and what is not going to make it worse. So for example, if you have a torn rotator cuff on your right arm, you're going to have several things that are going to, well, then you, you first have to determine do you have to have surgery in order to fix this or is this something that's going to heal over time? And I also suggest getting several different opinions from people that have had the same injury and different doctors and their opinions because there are all kinds of different people with different opinions and there's no right, I don't think. So you have to decide what is the right or best solution for you and several opinions is I, how I believe that you can do that. Now, let's say with this right arm rotator cuff injury, a lot of people, and I know several people or <clears throat> a few people right now that have had these types of injuries and you get different perspectives on what to do with that. Some people will say, I can't do anything. And they just will think, well, I can't do, you know, two arm movements. So why would I use my right or my left arm? Because I can't use my right arm. And that's, you know, really complete crap right there. Because there are studies that have shown that if you have an, if you have an injured right arm and you train your left arm, your right arm is actually going to better or have improvements or is going to decrease its its prior improvements slower if you train that left side of the body. So if you <clears throat> if you can't train one particular muscle group, it doesn't mean that you should shut off everything and you should get all discouraged. You should actually get encouraged because you can improve upon the things even more that are not related to that particular injured area. For example, if you have a right arm rotator cuff injury, let's get really good at squats. 
Even if you feel like, oh, I can't support myself with that arm on the bar, there are several ways that you can still do a lot of leg movements with heavy load on your body that will make your legs much stronger than they are now. And once you, once you can use that right arm again, you can use those stronger legs in order to take more of the load so that you will not have to put as much pressure on the arm as you probably were and what caused some sort of the injury in the first place. So you get to change your mindset in a way to finding out what you can do in order to actually continue improving. And it could be that you have a leg injury and you can only do like quarter rows on the erg or you could do the arm crank ergometer so you're basically spinning your arms and not your legs you know or gosh single leg movements if it's a one leg thing or single arm movements all of that stuff is so good and you can use all kinds of different apparatuses even if you have to break it down all the way to the 24 hour fitness style machines which i'm not a huge fan of but a lot of that stuff can even be mimicked or, or utilized even better with just like an exercise resistance band that you tie to a pole and you can do all kinds of different things and just make it harder and harder as you go along by standing further away from the object or pole that your resistance band is tied to. So you have to get creative with things and fortunately now we have the internet so it will allow us or allow you or us or all of us to find out what these exercises could be, or you could go hire a really good coach or trainer to give you an idea of what you can do. I mean, we have people that have had shoulder surgery at our gym recently, and they continue crushing it. I mean, I've seen these people on the assault air bike with one arm riding, and it is just... It's impressive. It is very impressive. And they're going to come back and, from their injuries and they're going to be stronger than they were before. It's, it's awesome. And they're going to have learned a ton from it. And they're going to be able to tell people how they got their injury and how they are able to, of other people, how they're able to avoid having that same injury. It's, it's all good. It's not that you need to think about the injury shutting you down. It's like, how can you adapt to this and become better because of it? So if anybody has any questions about that or they're like, I've got this particular injury, I don't know what to do, um, I would definitely make sure that you are working with a good sports uh, doctor or sports chiropractor. Um, I really like the Kinetic Sports Rehab guys and gals in the Seattle area. They are awesome. They will get you back to going and they look at you like an athlete. So they're not going to say, just stop doing this. They're going to be like, Hey, this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to, to avoid for a little while in order to get better. So I highly recommend finding the professionals that are going to give you that answer. And if you don't reach that answer at first, find somebody else. I've had people, doctors tell me, Oh, you're lifting too much weight. That is not good for you. And that's a quote. I've had the, that exact word come out of doctor's mouths before that I've worked with. And you want to know what I did? It's like, see you later. I'm going to go find somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. And <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense if somebody's going to try and limit you. It's that they need to help be on your side in order to give you the things that you can do 
so that you can get better at those things. And you need to learn about the injury. You need to learn about what you can do. And you need to actually be a sponge and get excited about the things that you're going to improve upon. So that's what you do when you're injured. Now what? And you got to get excited. I'm going to emphasize this. You got to get excited about what you can improve upon. As soon as your mindset changes to that, then you're going to be able to move and reach much further than you ever thought and actually appreciate the path or the journey, even the injury. So if you have any questions about that, questions, comments, concerns, not really sure where to go from here, always hit me up at the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 127. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 127. Happy to answer any questions on magic pills. If you can really be healthy um, with just your diet alone and non-exercise, or I'm injured, now what? So I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. If you have, it is super beneficial for me to get reviews over at iTunes, and you can get there by going to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. I have this this magic link that uh, gets you over there really quickly. Every five-star review that I get helps me to be seen by more people on the iTunes in the iTunes universe. So I really appreciate those. And if you have any questions, like I said, drop them in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 127. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next one.